Welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. This is Ninja, aka GL, and on today's podcast, uh, let's go back to motivations. So I know for a fact that you know we're in September. We're in it's a Virgo season right now, and 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 everything. And obviously, that basically means that uh, it's probably going to be my birthday soon, and I'm not accepting any shots of alcohol. Because I've retired from that particular nightlife, um, that's basically going out to um, my fellow friends. That usually, um, due to my demise, I would have a terrible, terrible time during my birthday, and I would avoid it um, constantly. However, uh, in the past few years, I always have a particular event during my birthday month, which is in September. And the consequence behind that is the fact that I do take a lot of contracts and work during the month of September, including uh, weddings. I've had at least two weddings during my birthday itself, and in which it's quite funny is the fact that they're celebrating their matrimony and I'm celebrating my birthday. And like I would close my uh, phone and I wouldn't receive none of the notification until way later or next day, for example. And after that, the bride and groom would actually realize like, oh my God, it's your birthday also. And you decided to work on our wedding. And I go, yeah, um, it's by choice. I agreed to it. And I typically um, would volunteer my services during my own birthday because usually I basically take the birthday week or the birthday month in order to organize anything because I do not believe that I need to celebrate the day of and rush anything and I would like to see more of my friends or do the stuff that I love which is basically in the last few years would be photography so that's why I would not mind to actually bring happiness to the people that has contacted me in order to bring happiness and freeze frame their particular moment uh, of their life and in in order to bring that into the spotlight. So I don't consider it as a, as a bad thing to work on my birthday. Last year, I worked um, DreamHack Montreal, surprisingly, on my birthday because uh, it actually fell during the uh, following week after Labor Day weekend. And I was uh, gracefully enough to work with uh, Mirage Esports once again at the Olympic Stadium. Uh, and I got a back tour of the actual establishment with uh, the admin of uh, DreamHack Montreal, Max, and also Miss Harvey, who was presenting uh, the, the backstage access pass and everything. And obviously, I had um, the owner back then, uh, Yannick Bebe um, with me to see around, ask questions, and see the preview before they mount everything up. So I got to navigate the the landscape during that time, and it really helped me out on that time in order to position what I can do. I saw all the new lockers uh, to be able to uh, stash my stuff but because you know you have a backpack roaming around and everything. So that was a fun event, and obviously the years before that, several weddings back to back during my my birthday. But after that, go full out, and on top of that, during the first week of September, um, in order to celebrate things, we have Burger Week. So basically, I love burgers, um, non vegan. Obviously, I need the Angus 
I, I try to eat lean. So basically, I usually have a turkey burger. But uh, if it's my first time visiting a burger joint, I would go for a traditional patty. So basically, it has to be beef. So for me to evaluate the particular restaurant, because the general rule that my nephew basically has, if you cannot make a simple burger, like a normal patty burger, a, a classic one, and you can't get that right, why should I trust your other items in the menu, right? Uh, I've had restaurants that says basically, no, no, don't order anything from the entree. Those are for particular people that only want certain things. Like, then why do you offer it on your menu if you are not going to make your entree as good as your main menu, right? Um, so I live by that particular policy too. So basically, I'm look, looking forward to uh, the first week of September in order to enjoy Burger Week. And hopefully I get to in, enjoy one or two places, hopefully. Um, my record so far in Burger Joints is basically two places during Burger Week. Um, normally, at least, I, I at least try to get at least one out so, because I, it's an event. It's an annual event. Might as well enjoy one item of that particular burger that I really like, uh, that's unique in order for me to taste. Now, with all that said as an intro let's go back to motivation right so um there's a new magazine out there that i want to showcase it's called cosplay double double magazine it's a canadian made magazine and the person who's created is veronica scallion and she's also a photographer um that is focusing on fashion slash cosplay so if you go to the about page, I'm going to have the link in the show notes and everything. And currently on Instagram, cosplay double double magazine. And if you click on the about page, basically it reads cosplay double double magazine or CDDM is a quarterly photography oriented magazine featuring Canadian content from Canadian cosplayers and Canadian cosplay photographers. And Per edition, there will be two themes coming out. So our theme, Merge Cosplay with Fashion Concept for a cohesive feel between cosplay images uh, and we select high-quality professional photo shoots to be included in our magazine to highlight what the Canadian cosplay community has to offer. We adore full-page portrait-sized images to really make an impact and show off your work. So as the ninja at conventions and everything, you know for a fact that uh, I've talked before with uh, Rosie Stormborn, for example, that there are various cosplay photographers that roam the convention scenes, for example, and that offer their services to um, showcase like cosplay and everything. And I, I don't offer my services because I am very busy covering the conventions and covering all sorts of different type of cosplayers and their costume and everything. That's why I always take it after con and everything to do a real professional fo uh, photo shoot. And for the past, I would say two months or maybe more, I've been showcasing more of an individual um, photo shoot that I usually bring with my fashion photography into the cosplay world to showcase that I can use the environment, that I can use gels, I can use uh, uh, off-light shoots and everything which I, which is what i bring to wedding and fashion photography and street photography that i usually don't showcase for cosplay because usually for cosplay 
I go in a different route. Uh, I've worked different type of cosplay before, uh, slash boudoir, slash um, regular ones in a regular settings before. But after that, I, I also noticed that I don't do enough of it and everything. In the last few months, I've partnered up and I've worked with uh, different cosplayers. So Sarina cosplay, Marianne cosplay, uh, Vane Virgo's cosplay, and recently Fleur cosplay too. And hopefully with the different type of showcase and everything, I'll be able to work with other cosplayers um, that wants to work with me. Uh, basically, right now, I'm, I will be offering a reduced price um, in the month of September and October to do some few uh, studio photo shoots and also some outside cosplay photo shoot. And basically I want to do both um, outside. You got the big, like the nice scenery, you can use the environment and so forth, but also studio photo shoot enables you to have different shades of shadows and lighting. And with it, you can give a lot of uniqueness in terms of your photo shoot. Uh, you've probably seen one or two of them that I've done with Fleur Cosplay as Near from Death Note, for example. That was done in a studio shoot. But the thing is, in the studio that I rented, there was a lot of different type of accessories. So chairs, couches, and so forth. And different type of backdrops that you can be able to use. And it gives you a different personality. And it gives you... Um, a lot of leisure in terms of setup because the fact that you don't need to take into account the environment such as cars, people um, that might photobomb you and everything. Obviously, it gives you a limited space in which it enables you to watch out for the different type of, of lighting and everything. You have to create your own lighting in order for to have a proper effect versus shooting outside in like parks, uh, old port, streets, for example, in which you have to manage the sun, for example, and the ambient light and everything. Myself, as a photographer, I love doing the ambient light. And I think when I've done a photo shoot of Fleur, Fleur cosplay recently with her uh, Nana Shimura from My Hero Academia, um, uh, we shot close to the sunset to at night in order to utilize uh, my off-camera um, video, fo of, uh, like spotlights and everything. And on top of that, I was managing off-light gel, off-light um, windows and everything in order to give a better ambiance and everything. And uh, being a nightlife and being being a, a wedding photographer, I typically do not use off-light uh, off speed lights and off-light lighting uh, and triggers and everything, I rather use ambient light and setting up and asking my models and my subjects to position themselves properly so I can be able to use the ambient light and the ambient shadows and everything. And that's, I think I learned that uh, extensively from my friend Terry. And the number one reason why we like to do that is because we want to travel light, right? So we want to be able to navigate the streets and just have our cameras on hand and our different type of lenses in order to capture that. And 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 unless you have a assistant with you, it's going to be very, very hard to uh, carry on strobes, 
uh, light stands, tripods, triggers, and it makes your bags very heavy. Um, but going backwards to Cosplay Double Double Magazine, it's very interesting to have a Canadian-branded um, magazine that will showcase different type of cosplayers and uh, photographers. And one of the photographers that is going to be showcased in the particular magazine is going to be uh, Cyberfox 007, for example. Uh, he's being featured in the particular magazine. So being from Montreal uh, and everything, um, congratulations, a spotlight on Montreal's CyberFox 007 photography. And I'm very happy for him. And we had him. I had him on the podcast earlier. And I believe it. Was, I released it in July, uh, roughly June, July. Uh, I'll link that particular episode into the show notes. Um, and it, gives you a showcase of the fact that now he was able to be published into a magazine and everything. And as much as we don't believe that, you know, being acknowledged by a... Obviously, since this is an inaugural fall edition, it doesn't mean much, right? Quote-unquote. But the thing is, the fact that it's another stepping stone to validate your photography or your cosplay and everything, it feels nice. Now, obviously, does it mean... It's not like, quote-unquote, the Oscar of photography or Oscar of cosplay and everything, right? But it does feel nice to be validated at somewhere else. Now, you can have your friends validating you and everything, but the thing is, they're sort of biased. Unless you find a friend that can critically uh, give you feedbacks that essential to your growth, for example, and then that's why I talk about mentors and everything, where they, they're there to criticize you in order for your growth and not have your friends as like oh sure they're they're it's beautiful and everything but the thing is do their opinion really matters are they gonna say yes to you no matter what you do you could for example have a terrible day and they'll still agree with you do you really want that type of validation or do you want a hard nose uh critique about what you're doing right or wrong in order to improve yourself. Uh, and I find it that the fact that if you you manage to get picked out of the pluck uh, of whatever you do to, for somebody else, or like a random stranger, for example, that actually like your work, for example, has a better uh, feeling in terms of validation than somebody that you know because of the fact that it's a totally stranger they don't know your backdrop they don't know your your background and everything and he's like your work i find that a bit more validation than having your friends validate it doesn't mean that you should throw away friends validation because of the fact that it's it's flattering and everything but the thing is they sort of drive a particular bias towards the fact that they don't want to hurt your feelings or um are the the feeling that they like your work is genuine, but the thing is, um, you also are very skeptical if they like because of the fact that they know you or they actually appreciate the artwork too. But whereas a stolen stranger, um, they might not care who you are. They actually do like the work that you're portraying, and being featured in a brand new magazines that showcase strictly Canadian uh, cosplay because of the fact that there's the world cosplay, there's North American cosplay, there's American cosplay and everything. And honestly, there's social media and everything. Um, it's nice to be validated in a magazine that's Canadian driven and that 
uh, that you're part of the forefront. You're part of the first issue and everything. So it's bravo for anybody that got that participated in, in it. Bravo to um, Cyberfox 007 being fe- having his own feature in a brand new magazine and everything. And then I, and uh, going with that, if you want to submit your work to be featured and everything, there is a link on the main website. Uh, how to submit your work and after that there are themes and every quarter there will be a new theme and I encourage anybody cosplayers and photographers both being paired up gives you perfect synergy behind it because the fact that a as a cosplayer because the fact that there's no conventions anymore why not work with a uh, photographers that you might admire Myself, 007, T-Dude, Ken Serrano. uh, There's other photographers out there. Um, Help them be part of the magazine. Um, I don't know where, how far it's going to go in terms of visibility. But the thing is, it's the fact that now it drives you, create yourself a new cosplayer. And after that, work with a photographer. See how they can elevate your cosplay. So basically, you have a short deadline in order to meet the submissions. You have a short deadline to in order to fit uh, a photographer or a cosplayer's deadline in order to work with each other and everything. After that, you have to think of the theme and everything. If it's going to fit the theme with the lighting, is this going to be studio? If it is studio, you're going to have to rent out the studio. And when you're renting out the studio, it's on, on a precise time for example uh, normally when you rent out the studio you don't rent it out for an hour you rent it out for two hours as a minimum because renting out for one hour half the time 15 to 20 minutes are wasted for lighting and testing and everything and after that once you get into the mood and everything it time's gonna be really fast and after that you have to do the tear down and everything whereas if you're shooting outside it gives you a more relaxed time that but after that if it's the first time that you actually work with the cosplayer you have to start explaining how the process works you have to do some test shot you have to make sure that your settings are correctly and everything so obviously some photographer works faster and after that you can get into the groove of everything um i've i've had feedbacks uh before that i work very fast and uh, i guess that stemmed from the fact that i work in wedding photography and you do not waste the day away figuring out your settings and everything you just get it right uh, but it's fine if it takes you longer to get the perfect shot because you are doing submissions for a magazine and it is at least 10 photos of high resolution to submit it and Right here, doing a magazine submission, submission, for example, it's quality over quantity. So basically, you need to watch out for what you, you are submitting and you want to give out your best work and everything. You can't take it back, for example, versus social media where you can keep on posting and it gets drowned in your timeline and everything. Um, and that's more than acceptable. But you want to showcase your best work out there because it is based on first impression. Now, going back about motivation is this is... Perfect opportunity in order to motivate yourself. If you want to work with a particular photographer, you have a particular deadline and you want to create a new concept. Obviously, you can always recycle something that you've uh, done before uh, in order to submit your particular uh, cosplay or photography uh, for that fits in a particular theme. But this gives you an opportunity now, like, okay, I got a three to four weeks 
before the deadline of the submission, I need to coordinate with a particular photographer, let it be CyberFox007, T-Dude, myself, or uh, Dragonlance photo- Photos, or any of the photography that are there, or maybe a photographer that never did um, cosplay, for example, that you like their particular style. Or what is actually fashion photography? It's actually a makeup artist plus a particular clothing that you would like to match with a particular theme. So that goes with one-to-one. That's how I actually explain when I do fashion photography. It's like, what kind of clothing, theme, color, and what is my backdrop, basically. So basically, I, that's basically how I transition so easily to cosplay, for example, because it's still with me dictating, um, not, not dictating, but suggesting a particular style. And after that, I mesh with the cosplayer and we talk and, and everything on how we sh- we would do certain thing and everything. Uh, obviously, by the end of it, you as a photographer, you are the one that is directing the shoot and everything. So we, we put on a different hat and it is your show with, and, and everything. And after that, on the final edit, obviously, you need to talk with your cosplayer to make sure that they're comfortable with the end results. And if there's any adjustment, obviously, be open to rectify that and everything. And I've done and I've done that in, in the past. Um, but going back with the motivation is like because of tight deadline and everything, it restricts you on motivating you. You got to get things done. And trust me, uh, when you have a harsh deadline uh, with no turning back, uh, you can't delay things. It gives you better motivation on both parts. So basically, if uh, for all those cosplayers that are out there, if you were ever lazy to submit something or uh, produce something like you, oh, you, I wish I can do that particular character and everything. Well, why don't you see if one of the themes from Cosplay Double Double Mag uh, can fit into what you're envisioned and after that, hook yourself up with a, cos- uh, with a photographer and everything. Pay whatever there is as uh, in in terms of work and get yourself out there, and it gives you a, a very nice results too. So if you ever wonder on uh, how can I get um, a, a professional shoot out there, is it worth and everything? Why don't you use this as a motivator? Why don't you use uh, this particular um, theme? And magazine, you might not get chosen. Uh, don't get me wrong. If you submit something they might say no because it doesn't fit or they they probably get a lot of submissions for example you know in terms of photographers in terms of cosplayers but it doesn't hurt to try and what's the end result is the fact that you work with somebody and hopefully you love their work and everything both ways i'm talking about both the cosplayer and and the photographer and it gives you something else to promote for your social media so it's a win for everybody, and 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 if you actually get part, be part of the actual magazine submission, bravo! It, it it doesn't mean that you've made it. It just means that you can take that off as another notch, and it gives you motivation to move on to other greener pasture. So basically, then after that, I go into the thing is like, what other magazine can you submit to? What kind of other competitions can you submit to? Um, and it gives you open dialogue. It's like it gives you to reach out. Like if both parties love each other's work, why don't you work again like a month or two from now? It's like and everything. And after that, it gives you other opportunity for other photographer to work with you or other cosplayer to work with you and so forth. Uh, it gives you a lot of opportunities in the end. Uh, if you And if it never gave you motivation to do it, this is a part of it 
opportunity as what we call carrot and stick, uh, which is if you don't do it, well, you're going to lose out on an opportunity. If you actually do do it, well, you have a hard deadline in order to do your submissions, right? So um, take this opportunity to figure out what you can do and everything. And please visit cosplay.weebly.com for the actual magazine website. You can find all the FAQ issues about us. You can visit uh, Veronica uh, Scallion's work. There's a link in the About page um, that you can click on and you can see her accreditations and her past work and everything. Uh, congratulations to her in order to realize that it, it gives uh, a different um, motivation. Once again, I would say uh, to visualize cosplayers and photographers in a, in a space where it wasn't possible before. Right. Um, Cause everybody usually do everything separate. And after that, uh, uh, you have the cosplayers' fees, and after the photography for feeds, and after that, if you don't know each other, you have to follow the social media and everything. But having this extra motivation that's different from conventions and everything, and and um, you can have a hard deadline to submit, but a a very flexible deadline to work with it, with each other. I give that as a plus. And with that. I will conclude this episode and I'll stay tuned. And boom, you have reached the end of the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. Thank you very much. Now, if you be so kind, you can follow me on Instagram at, at shotbygl, on Twitter at shotbygl514. And also, do not forget to visit any of the links that I've put on the show notes in terms of mentions or from my guests itself. And I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.